0: Hey, what's up coaches? Uh, This is John. I want to welcome you to episode 10 of the Frontlines Forward podcast. I'm happy to be here with you today. Looking forward to diving in. Uh, In case you're new, uh, I just want to let you know um, if you're kind of curious about what we're doing here. uh, Frontlines Forward is geared to helping us grow our leadership and ministry um, by breaking down important topics, uh, adding some practicality to it. And we're trying to do all of this within about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, If you haven't already, take a listen to uh, episode nine, where PT talked a lot about team development, um, how to handle someone that has a potential negative attitude, maybe negative demeanor, um, and how to steer that in the right direction um, and with the right momentum. So if you haven't listened to that, please do so. Um, And we're going to dive right into today's... Today's episode, and uh, we're going to discuss a very simple uh, yet deep-seated topic in the world of leadership, um, and uh, honestly, in life, and that is insecurity. Insecurity. Uh, We've all been in that position where we don't feel qualified, you know, to lead a team, and uh, believe it or not, that's actually normal. Um, It's normal to feel like, man, I don't know if I'm equipped to do this. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like you know, just with the insecurities that we may have in life, you know, we don't know if we can lead ourselves, let alone a team. And, and believe it or not, that's more common, more normal than you think. Um, what isn't normal is what we're going to talk a little bit about today, and we're going to talk about how we can navigate through some of this stuff. You know, what do we do? How do we deal with this? And, um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you with a first thought here, um, insecurity is not so much the problems that you feel uh, unqualified to solve. It's not so much about about that. It's not necessarily about the lack of knowledge that you have in a certain area or the questions that you may not have answers to. Um, as a matter of fact, the insecurity kicks in when you cover those things up and you pretend that they don't exist. And so what I want to do is I just want to look at a few points that will help us navigate this. And um, I'm going to be honest. we're gonna. This, it's going to be a little bit of a quicker one today, but... Um I'm hoping to keep it as simple as possible and um I think it'll still drive a lot of a lot of value. So um let's get right into point one. Uh quit trying to know everything. All right, I know that's a little bit of a hard-hitting topic there, but um that is something that happens with us as leaders all the time. And I, I can't tell you how much of a misconception it is that leaders have to know everything. Um that is just so far from the truth, it's it's unreal. Um, and in my secular business, I actually work with guys who, a couple guys who have known me since I was a teenager coming up in the business. And they knew me when I was a driver to when I was in sales to when I was warehousing, you know, driving the forklift. And now, um, I am their boss. And although that isn't a problem for, uh, for some of them, for others it is, and um, the ones that I've noticed that it is a problem for uh, have the quote unquote know it all syndrome, <laughs> and I think we all know some people like that, and they firmly believe that uh, tenure is the basically the reigning champion over who gets to be the boss. They don't uh, they don't understand the concept of leadership, and unfortunately, and in all reality, the people. Uh, that have that mindset, are the same ones who are constantly against change. They don't like being told what to do. In other words, they need help in the realm of leadership. Um, It's the same people that aren't willing to take a look at themselves and make the necessary changes to become a leader, unfortunately, if we're going to be honest. And uh, being a leader has nothing to do with knowing everything. Uh, It's far from it, as a matter of fact. Um, Andrew Carnegie um, was a man that ran one of the biggest steel companies In the world, and he didn't know a thing about steel. What he knew was how to handle people. He knew how to treat them. Um, He knew how to talk to them. He knew how to shake their hand, and he knew how to lead them the right way. Um, And it's the same thing in ministry. Um, If you think about this, Jesus didn't walk around on his high horse reciting scripture that was written on his heart. He loved people, he healed people, he discipled people. He brought the kingdom. As a matter of fact, if you recall, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were the utmost religious movers of the law, and they couldn't seem to grasp the concept that Jesus brought. They were so blinded by the truth. But the fact is that Jesus did not have to walk around um, citing Scripture after Scripture after Scripture to prove who he was. The fact is, is that it was known that he was the leader because of what he brought, because of who he was. Um, you know, a lot of it was, uh, you know, people were following him based on him healing, and they wanted to be healed. But, uh, you know, the religious leaders were, um, they were so angry with him because they thought, you know, how are people following this guy who does not know as much as we do? And and it just goes to show that um, I will say in that particular case, obviously Jesus knew more than them. They were very blinded, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that um, it's not about knowing everything. It's not about having all of the head knowledge in a certain area or a certain topic. Um, it's how can you lead the people that do know everything about those topics. And our job as leaders are to help steer the ship. That's what we're here to do. We're here to push the vision of the mission of, of, of the church or of your company. And our, we're here to help make sure that our focus is on overall growth uh, structure, performance, and in the world of ministry, life change. You know, we're here to help steer the strategical ship while your, your team members that are under you are steering the tactical ship. And, um, you know, the fact is, is that your team will know that you don't know everything. So there is really no reason to pretend that you do anyway. So, um, Make, make sure that we are focused on that. Quit, quit trying to know everything. Honestly, you'll waste more energy trying to pretend that you know everything. At the end of the day, um, you know, we don't. We're, we're not ever going to. Who, who No one is going to know everything. You know, we're constantly learning. And so um, to save you a little bit of, of uh, frustration, um, please understand that it is okay to not know everything and still be an excellent leader. So um, I'm a firm believer in that. So I hope that kind of helps you. Let's move on to point number two, which is don't cover up your weaknesses. Okay. And this is a big one because it's very easy to do so. And it is, it's very easy for it to be masked and it's very easy for us to pretend as though we're not covering it up. We actually start believing our own lies, right? And it's, believe it or not, it's more common in leadership than you may think. And being a fake in leadership is a recipe for disaster. Let's go ahead and say that now. You know, you'll get out of it very quickly. Uh, you know, as leaders and as followers of Jesus, we want to be people of integrity. And we want to be honest. And the problems that a lot of us face as leaders today is when we're thinking that, uh, is when our, our thinking may be challenged by a subordinate or maybe a team member that's that's under your leadership. Um, sometimes there's, there's a couple ways that this happens. You know, uh, sometimes leaders will get on the defensive, wondering why their mindset would be questioned, um, and so maybe they fire back with a quick answer that gets that guy off that guy or gal off their back. And then other times they may shrivel up and think that because they don't know the answer, they'll make up something and hope they get by with it. Uh, and both of those are very dangerous because eventually it'll create distrust and the team will, uh, your team will know and it'll be in the atmosphere. And so I think what we need to do is go with option C. We want to be humble about not knowing something. We want to be humble about our weaknesses and not cover those up. We want to admit to our team that we may need some help understanding a situation um, or whatever you're not sure of in the area that you oversee uh, learning is a part of every journey, no matter what. The fact is that the person that has been there the longest had to start somewhere. And in all honesty, you were still picked to be the leader for a reason. And so we want to ask questions that we can, so we can understand the concept, so that we can learn, so that we can adapt. Um, and that is okay. And, you know... It, it, As a matter of fact, by covering up and eluding from answering questions or maybe you're shifting conversations to avoid talking about something you may not know um, about, uh, you know, uh, avoiding challenges, it really doesn't clear your slate by doing that. Because even if no one calls you out on it, I promise you, they'll remember the conversation. It's it's really, it's not going to be forgotten. Um, You know, and let me give you a prime example. Um, In business... Um, this is another just example of of insecurity and weakness in general. Um, a lot of managers won't hire people that are smarter than them. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. It, it, there's studies that show it, um, and it's sad, but it's true. And honestly, it's it, I can't, unfortunately, being a leader, I can see why, right? But they, they don't hire people that are smarter than them and they're basing that off of their resume. What are their qualifications? What have they done in the past? You know, um, and it's an all in fear that they're going to compromise their own position as the leader. They don't want to feel stupid. They don't want to feel outranked. That's how that's how it is, especially in guy leaders, right? Because we're already prideful as it is, you know. So uh, the problem with this mindset is that when you find people that are smarter than you, it means that they can help create better systems. It means that they can help make things more efficient it means that they can, if you're in business, they can maybe increase profits by thirty percent, forty percent, or within our ministry, they can help build a new team, maybe a new team, you know, that we needed to build that maybe we didn't see, or they can help elevate our process in setting up, or they can help um, some of the leadership stuff, and they can help bring new light to things. Sometimes, you know, there, there's a saying that says you can't. See the forest through the trees, right? When you're so deep into something, having a fresh perspective come in and be able to help uh, get things back on track, or to help, uh, uh, I guess um, you know, lubricate the gears a little bit more, is always a good thing. And if you think about it from a half a glass half full perspective, when a person performs well, uh, it reflects on you. Right, so if you bring on somebody that ends up, you know, revitalizing this process and and helping create more efficient, uh, you know, things of more efficiency in there, you know, or you're increasing profits, or we're doing whatever you're doing, or you're making new church teams, or you're branching out, and this person really helped kickstart that, it's going to reflect well on you, not badly on you, because you found that person and you had enough diligence as the leader to see something within that person that brought it out of them. It also makes your job easier because now you're in good standing, you've got good performing people, you have high-octane teams. um, The list goes on and on. So, uh, Point number two is don't cover up your weaknesses. We want to be humble about them. We want to admit when we have some weaknesses um, and be willing to share that because it builds trust with your team. And I will add a caveat to this, don't go overboard with that. You don't want to seem incompetent. You need to be able to research yourself on some of your weaknesses. And if a new blind spot comes up, you need to be able to um, really hone in on that yourself so that you can help build it and make it strong and solid. So we don't we don't want to seem as though we don't know anything at all. That's not the goal. But we also don't want to be getting into this rut where we're consistently avoiding topics that we aren't sure about in order to make ourselves look better. That's, that's pure insecurity. And it's very, very unhealthy in leadership. So, uh, don't cover up your weaknesses. Uh, point number three, listen to understand, listen to understand. Um, everyone has a favorite opinion and it's, typically going to be the one they're about to give you, <laughs> okay? Uh, the fact is that people want to be heard. And if you think an idea won't work, um, or even worse, you think it will, and so then you don't pull the trigger on it because you're in fear to make you look bad, that's a big, big issue. Um, so we want to listen to our team. We want to listen to, to issues, because issues that may be small on your scale could be very, very big on theirs. And listening without losing your temper, keeping level-headed throughout conversations and letting them know that you want to help is a great way to eliminate insecurity. Um, And it shows the team that you truly care. And we want to always listen to the feedback that we may get uh, from our team. You know, uh, sure, let's celebrate the positives, but don't let the negative or the critical stuff pass you by either. Um, You know, I, I know that for me, I always, even to this day, I get—I don't like receiving critical feedback. You know, who, who, I don't know if there's any leader standing in line like, man, I cannot wait to get roasted by my team today. This is going to be great. You know, like nobody wants to feel like they're not doing a good job. And no leader typically wants to um, think that they are uh, doing anything less than 100%. But in all reality, that's an insecurity. If you're afraid to get feedback of a constructive and critical nature, it means that you're not willing to address them if they're there. And we have to be willing to do that because as leaders, if if we're not willing to accept criticism from anybody and we're assuming that we're just great all the time, then blind spot after blind spot may be coming up. Blind spots being areas of weaknesses that you have that you don't notice because you're so deep in it. Um, when when we're not focused on that kind of stuff, it it's counterproductive, and so then we start moving backwards. And you know, now all of that anger that you keep festering up, and you know, you keep getting onto your team, or you keep micromanaging, or um, you know, you're not willing to accept that you may be <clears throat> doing X, Y, or Z the wrong way, um, et, cetera, et cetera, All of that stuff will begin to affect you on a team level. It'll begin to affect the you know it it affects the frontline guys which then it will affect you and then it'll affect your supervisor above you and then it will eventually it'll start rippling through the entire operation whether that be in your ministry or in your business um, everybody feels that and so and that's all from you not accepting critical feedback or you getting upset every time somebody gives you critical feedback um, and it just goes to show that it's an insecurity but Whenever you realize that it is an insecurity and you realize you do have to work on it, that right there puts a pin in it. And it helps once you're able to start growing in that and learning from it and working on those weaknesses and those struggles. um, Because you decided to listen to understand from what your team had to say and you're actually able to fix some of these issues, it builds trust and it shows that you care enough about the mission to put yourself aside, to put your ego aside and really and say, hey, you know what? You're right. I have struggled with this. Um, I do need to get better, you know, and then actually working to do that. That right there will eliminate so much insecurity. You'll be able to look back on yourself, you know, a year from then and say, wow, I, I can't believe how much has turned around because I was willing to make the decision to work on this. So, um, I hope that helps you. That's really all I've got for you today, as a matter of fact. As a quick recap, we have point one is uh, quit trying to know everything. We we as leaders do not have to know everything in order to make this thing work, in order to lead a team. That's not the goal of leadership. The goal of leadership is to help steer the ship, it's to help drive the vision, it's to help get in the mud when you need to, but it's also to consistently work to grow um, and work to um, create life change within ministry. And uh, point number two is don't cover up your weaknesses. We have to be willing to, um, within a certain constraint, within a certain boundary, be able to um, air our weaknesses to our team, be vulnerable enough to open up to them, uh, to show that you do trust them to help you understand some things. And um, it also gets them involved. It allows them to be a part of it. And uh, it allows. it's also a way of empowering them. So... Uh, we want to be humble. We want to uh, make sure that they know that we don't know everything, and and that and it teaches them that it's okay not to. And um, uh, we don't want to get on the, the defensive um, whenever questions are asked or we're challenged, and we don't want to shift conversations. We want to make sure that we are addressing the issues head on, um, and we're not afraid to say that we don't know something in an area. So point number two, don't cover up your weaknesses. And finally, point number three, Uh, listen to understand. A lot of times you you hear the the phrase that says, uh, listen to understand not to respond. Um, And a lot of times, even as leaders, it's easy for us to have the next thing that we want to say already pre-downloaded into our minds. And so that way, when um, they start firing off at you, you can then come back to them and say, yeah, but you X, Y, and Z, but you this, but you that. Um, the fact is, is that when we're able to, to receive critical feedback and we're able to listen to our team's opinions and what they have to say, it really helps eliminate that insecurity because it shows that you're on their side and you're there to help them. Um, you're not there, just there to boss them around and come up with everything. And, and, uh, and, you know, and it, it, helps, it really helps build a good, solid team under you. It helps build a good foundation So I hope that helps you guys today I, I'm, I'm really um, Honored to be able to uh, Have the opportunity to do this And I hope you're able to hit the ground running In your leadership Whether it be in your life In your business In ministry You know, within your own teams here at Radiate um, You know, the fact is Is that we all struggle And this is a way that we're able to hopefully help bring some light to all of us. And I I hope that uh, you're able to kind of keep up with the podcast and listen to all of them. And um, it's going to be really good as we continue. So I'm going to pray us out and then we're going to close it. So um, God, thank you so much for every person that's listening to this right now. God, I pray, uh, I pray peace over everybody right now. That's that, that hears this. I pray that um, whatever they're going through, maybe they're struggling with something. Lord, I just pray that you speak to them and that you open their heart Um, and that you heal them, um, heal whatever's going on. And I just pray that uh, you bring clarity and guidance. And I pray that um, as they're leading in their lives, leading themselves, leading their teams, whatever it may be, I just pray for wisdom on that. And I pray that um, you're able to use this to uh, speak to people and help us reach more people and change lives. We love you. Amen. Uh, Be on the lookout for next week. Um, Episode 11 is going to be dropping. It's going to be good as we continue to dive into um, ministry leadership right here on the Frontlines Forward podcast. Uh, I love you guys. We will see you next week.